Welcome to another In the Telling Scrap episode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. In this scrap episode, Vivitira author Candace J. Thomas explains her process of discovery writing. This scrap episode is sponsored by Anthony Buck. Anthony Buck has been teaching people to sing with greater ease and strength and with more beautiful tone for over 10 years. His students successfully sing musical theater, pop, classical, and even rock music. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. And now, Candace J. Thomas. I do wake up in the middle of the night. I do like to, I like lucid dreams and I like to wake up early and write things down. However, that isn't my writing process. That's just me staying up and being silly. I'm not as organized as other people. I'll say that because I love, I love spontaneity and the spontaneity of creativity is awesome. I like not knowing, but the, I, I, so I say I'm a discovery writer, but I have a goal. I think a lot of people do. So what happens with me is I get an idea and I write down the synopsis just very, very plainly like, oh boy, boy does this girl does this and not even like characters but just to write down the whole idea and then I go through and I start to think about the characters in the setting and everything like that but sometimes you just want to write and I can see you just it just comes in your brain and so I'll just start to write and I like to give my characters freedom to make decisions and that sounds doesn't that sound like schizophrenic but I, I really do. I like to give them, I like to know them well enough to give them the skills for them to figure out their own problems. And sometimes those problems kind of surprise me. Okay, so here's a situation. I had in my second book in the Vivitira series, it was called Conjectrix. And I had this girl, she was one of the daughters of Proleus, and she was in this city and I described how she got out of this, you know, where she was. And she, at this point needed to turn, she needed to turn right in order to get home, to get back. And I was writing it and it was so exciting. And I just said, and she turned left and then, and that's the end of the chapter. And then I went, I don't know what's left. I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, shoot. You know, it, like I didn't want her to go home. I wanted her to go on this adventure, but I didn't know where it was going to go. And it was awesome. That was one of my favorite scenes was trying to figure out how she's going to escape from this danger. She should have turned right. And we make these kind of decisions all the time as humans where we knew better, but now we don't know what is right or what what's on the left side. And we have to figure that out. And so I did, and it was fun, and I don't regret it at all. It was great, because I didn't really know exactly where her her storyline needed to, you like, where it was going. And so I just kind of discovery wrote the entire thing with her, and it just made it, just made it awesome. I call those happy accidents, which happen throughout my entire series. It's just peppered with these little happy accidents everywhere. Because it's just like, I don't know, it's just like, the, it's so much fun for me. It's 
it's an adrenaline rush to figure out where things are going and what my characters are doing. And I'm discovering with them, you know, it's fun. That's what, that's my process. It sounds crazy, but. Did you start Vivitira feeling like this is definitely a trilogy? No, (laughs) it was a standalone. So how did did it it become a series? I know, right? So I had one idea. That's all I had. And I thought I would keep writing and, and I wasn't getting to the end. I wasn't even getting close to the end. And I really liked my characters. So when I started to see that I was around 700 pages, I'm like, I need to wrap this up. This is not going to be in one one book. And I started to think a little bit more about the world and the possibilities of where I could take my characters and talk a, a lot more about and this is just in the writing stage. So there, there's a lot of been revisions when I came up with these different ideas. But at first, I mean, you just don't, I just was writing. I didn't know how to write a novel or I didn't know how to end a book. I just was writing and I was just continuing to go. So it was just, it was never meant to be 700 pages. <laughs> but, but the story was too complex for my brain to figure out at the time. So I had to pull back and kind of, evaluate what I just had written and break it up so that I could give the audience a complete story, give them everything that they need, especially when it comes to the mystery of the magic and the mystery of the world. It wasn't fair for me to have a big fat novel that that might be unfulfilled, unfulfilling for the reader. I wanted to make sure that they felt like they weren't wasting their time with me. So did you did you take like a like a step back and stop writing for a while or you broke it into some chunks that you're like okay this is a satisfying piece I know how to deliver yeah. and then I will untangle the rest of this later. Right. I broke it into two novels is what I did. But only a couple of chunks did I did I actually section off and then I started writing like a whole different side of the world and that was really fun. It was a lot of rewriting. That's what I did. I took sections of it, like actual chapters, and just put them into a specific Dropbox. This is I'm going to focus on later. I needed to refine the novel that I had and make sure that it made sense and it was a good ending and that all of the characters did what they need to do, you know, that kind of stuff. So I rewrote that first novel. I don't even know how. It's so many times, so many times just to make sure that it, that it told the story you needed to tell. Did you ever go back to those drop boxes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes and no. I mean, I don't delete anything. I keep things forever because I like to see my immature writing. I like to revisit stuff, but I don't think any of it will ever see anything. They won't see the light of day. <laughs> I have a couple. Now that I own the rights to that series, because I couldn't write in it when it was with the other publisher, unless I published through them. Right. So now, now that I have the freedom to do my own stuff, I have, I can go back to that because there was, there's a, there's a specific story that I wanted to tell that I couldn't, that I, I think would, would make a full novel. I I was just thinking it was going to be a little like short story, but I think, I think I'm going to expand it and try it out as a novel and see what happens. And hopefully it won't take <laughs> take on a new series like my other stuff. Because I kind of know how to craft a novel now. I would really like to experiment 
with Dana. 